Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi everyone, welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. As always, I'm your host Shravan. We've got Tyron here with us. Hey everyone. Today we're going to be talking about Gemini Man and Zombieland Double Tap, which Tyron watched and we both watched Gemini Man. We did, yes. And you didn't watch Zombie Land. No, I didn't. No. And well, we'll see who got the better end of the deal. I was meant to watch Maleficent 2, but I haven't had Maybe a chance Maleficent 2 will be kind of like my Rambo Last Blood. Where you'll just never watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. But but I heard Maleficent is magnificent. I heard the complete opposite. <laughs> who, who told you that? Angelina Jolie. Yeah, I think she, she mentioned it, yeah. Before we start, I have Who Am I? It's vaguely related to Gemini Man, actually. Okay, it's Kang. Uh, no. <laughs> it is a Marvel character, though. I was a professor of biology at Empire State University. There, I met Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy. During my tenure there, I became secretly infatuated with the much younger Stacy to the point of obsession and jealousy of Parker. I could not cope with the death of Gwen, so as an expert of cloning, I created clones of both Gwen and Peter and discovered that Peter was Spider-Man as a result. Sometime later, I was confronted by my lab assistant stating that the clones are human and that they must be destroyed immediately. Panicking, I attempted to cover his mouth and shut him up, accidentally suffocating him. Unable to accept the responsibility of my actions, I developed a second personality to carry the weight of my misdeeds. I further developed this alter ego by fashioning a green suit and gauntlets with sharp claw-like razors on each finger, and I also trained myself athletically. I am 5 feet 10 inches tall and weigh 79 kilograms. Who am I? Cool, we'll let the listeners guess that one. Because you have no idea? Uh, <laughs> truth be told, I only listened to the first half and then a bit of the second half, so... Oh, great. Oh, the second time... I don't, I don't even listen to it the first time around anymore. I uh, just wait for the second time around. Oh, fair enough. Hopefully the listeners actually listen to the first time around. No, I don't think anyone does. <laughs> you should just do it once. I think most people just um, 
stop the podcast at this at this yeah. point in time. They're like, yeah, we've had enough. Uh, okay, so we'll start with Gemini Man, which we watched almost two weeks ago. We watched yeah. it at an advanced screening. I got we'll, sick. Still am a bit sick. Yeah, he got sick and I was busy, I guess. We just never yeah. got around to reviewing. We so were going to review it and then I got yeah. pretty sick. And we we're going to review it quite early as well, but now we're reviewing it a bit later. Yes. Anyway, um, we watched it in high frame Good rate. Good thing no one cares. <laughs> Good thing no one cares. Um, we watched it in high frame rate and 3D. We'll talk about what we thought of those in, in the review because apparently Ang Lee wanted the movie to be seen in, in the high frame rate, but we didn't actually... We found out later that we didn't watch it in the actual high frame rate. It was it was high frame rate, but it wasn't the 120 frames per second, which it's is higher. Yes, which is what it was filmed in. So we watched it probably in 48 frames or something. But there aren't. I don't think there are any theaters in Australia that actually. Does IMAX do it? Maybe IMAX does it. IMAX Melbourne does it, but apparently there are very few theaters in the world that actually do it. Anyway, some background on Gemini Man. So, did you know that this movie was originally conceived in 1997? Yeah, I know it was on the shelf for a long time. Yeah, and did you know that it went through development hell for nearly 20 years? Well, if it was conceived in 1997, <laughs> then it kind of, the, the rest follows on from that, doesn't it? Yes, and do you know who, who was attached to this movie at some point, in terms uh, of actors? Look, Tom Cruise has probably been attached to everything at some point. Was he attached to this? Surprisingly, no. He wasn't. Okay, no, no idea then. Tom Cruise is just the one I throw up because he's attached to everything. Name a big Hollywood star. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Apart from Tom Cruise, <laughs> um, big Hollywood star. Still big. No. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think he was at some stage, but yeah. he's not on my list. Sylvester Stallone. Think a bit older than them. Older than them. Yeah. Pretty old man. <laughs> Tom Hanks. No, nah, no. Nah. Well, Tom Hanks isn't older than them, isn't he? I think he's younger than them. I guess he just because he doesn't younger. work out. Yeah. Um, older than them. Um, think like Marlon Brando. Okay, younger than that. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Sheen. I don't know where he Michael sits. Douglas. Similar age to Michael Douglas. Samuel Jackson. No. Um, so he was big. He was massive. He was a pretty big star, like Hollywood big star. Michael Douglas age. Yeah. Clint Eastwood. No, he's way older. <laughs> I don't know. Just tell me. Harrison Ford. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Clint Eastwood and Harrison Ford aren't that dissimilar in age, are they? Nah, Clint Eastwood's like 90s. Harrison he? Ford's 70, isn't he? Yeah, Clint Eastwood's older. Okay. Definitely older. And aren't they all kind of the same age as Arnie and Sly? I think Arnold's like 60. Okay. I think both, both those guys, uh, Sylvester Sloan and Arnie, are about 60. Because Harrison Ford was there a bit earlier than those two. I'm pretty sure. He was in Star Wars in like late, yeah, late, late 70s. 70s, early 80s. The other stars that were attached to this were Mel Gibson and Sean Connery as okay. well. Obviously, the reason they couldn't do this movie was because the technology probably wasn't good enough at that stage. It's it's questionable whether it is now either. Or the way they've used it in this, it's questionable. Anyway, what was the story? Good question. Very good <laughs> question. Look, it's it's pretty basic, actually. It's There's... Uh, I've forgotten all the names of the characters, but okay. There's older Will Smith. So there's Will Smith. And he's an assassin, but he doesn't want to be an assassin anymore because he can't look in the mirror anymore. (laughs) Just one of the lines of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, He can't look in the mirror, so he doesn't want to become an assassin anymore. I don't know how those two colorate, but, (laughs) but yeah, that's his reasoning. And then 
the agency that kind of gets him to assassinate people don't want any loose ends. So they send someone to assassinate him. And then the person they send to assassinate him is young Will Smith. Is him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, so they send people to assassinate him because he's... He's a loose end and they don't like him. And he, he killed... He assassinated people that he was probably not meant to assassinate or something. Like no, he, was, he assassinated people, but then he found out that they was they were good people. Yeah, they were good. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he doesn't want to assassinate them anymore. What a great story! It was good. Yeah. yeah. Bit more details on this movie. So it was released on eleventh October. Directed by the visionary Ang Lee, mastermind Ang Lee. His previous works, one of our favorite movies, Hulk two thousand three. You haven't seen it. I have seen parts of it. Yeah, I've seen the part where he jumps in the Grand Canyon or something. I don't think it's the Grand Canyon. <laughs> I think it's outside Las Vegas or something. Yeah, yeah. It's in the desert. It's in the desert. Yeah. yeah. He throws a tank. He does throw a tank. There's a game, actually, based off that movie yeah. on Xbox, which is not that great. But anyway, previous works of Ang Lee Apart from Hulk, Brokeback Mountain and Life of Pi, both of... Won Academy Awards. Yeah, highly acclaimed... He's pretty, he does something shit or he does something good, doesn't he? Yeah, he's very polarizing in that way. Who else is in this movie? So we've got... Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yep. Clive Owen. Asian dude. Bendik Wong. Bendik Wong. Wong. Wong from Doctor Strange. Yeah, he's and in it. bad guy. Clive Owen. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah. That's pretty much it, actually. Yeah. There's some other guy who drinks Coke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know who that guy is. How much do you think this movie cost to make? I actually know. It's $140 million. Yeah, uh, between 138 and 158 So yeah. how much do you think it's made so far? So this is, it's about a week old now. So $30 million? No, it's a bit more than that. $40 million? 70, 70.8 oh, okay, million. Okay, yeah. it's not decent, yeah. Yeah, but it's not. You know, it hasn't made up its budget yet, so yeah, uh, it's not doing gangbusters. Okay, I guess we'll move on to what we thought of this movie. We're going to do a full episode on this movie. We probably would have if I wasn't sick. Yeah, but I don't think there's that much to talk about. No, there's so much to talk about. All right, there's- well, let's see how let's see how much we can talk about this. We'll go positives, negatives. I got two positives. So yeah. one is, I actually thought the frame rate was not that bad. Given that we didn't watch it in the yeah, frame I guess we rate. didn't. I guess we didn't watch it in the the full 120 frames per second frame rate. Uh, we watched but it, whichever frame rate we watched it in, it, it wasn't was, that bad. Yeah, it was all right. Um, the action sequences looked all right in that, and the 3D didn't annoy me, so it was okay. Was it in 3D? I don't think it was in 3D. No, it, it was. We were wearing the glasses, but there was no 3D. Uh, there was some. There was in like the, one part where in the action I'd, sequences there was some. I, I realized it very minimally. 3D in general isn't great, to be honest. No. So, well, yeah, we complain when you see too much 3D, and then we complain when there's not enough. So, but I feel like it wasn't worth the extra price to watch it in 3D. Did we pay extra? Yeah, we did. Yeah, no, yeah, wasn't Fuck worth no. it. <laughs> Was not worth it. Yeah. Some of the action sequences were good. There's one in the trailers with the motorbike chasing sequence, which was interesting. I liked it. Second positive, I guess Will Smith was all right. He was pretty good. The supporting cast were also okay. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, she was good. Wong wasn't really in it, but he was okay for what he was in it for. Apart from that, there's not much to say. <laughs> Did you, Do you have any positives apart from those? The effects were good, except for one part. Where it wasn't good at all. I think I know the part you're talking about, yeah. So they, they did like a de-aging thing in this, obviously. Yes. Um, that's the whole 
point of this movie. I guess that's what makes it different from a normal assassin sort of yeah. movie. It was okay in some parts, but the parts where it was good, it was mostly in the dark. Yeah, most of this movie is in the dark, though. Yeah, so so it was mostly good. It was just at one part when it wasn't good. It was I think quite other bad. than yeah. other than that part, it was always good. It was yeah, it was good. Uh, and apparently, this is not like the de aging that Marvel does. It's yeah, a, it's, yeah, it's, it's like a, a fully more 3D. complex version of it. It's like a fully three D, like a fully um, animated character. So it's like the Hulk. But yes. it's Will Smith, so it's mocap. Whereas with Marvel, they just put it on the face and they re- de-age the face. It's like photoshopping their face yeah. to basically be younger. That's right. By doing it frame to frame. In this one, they digitally made young Will Smith. It's still Will Smith acting, though. So it's, yes. It's yeah. still him. I thought that was good. Like you said, all the action, all the acting is good. The action scenes are actually pretty good. Motorbike yeah. scene's good. Um, I wouldn't say all of them are good. Most of them are good. Motorbike scene's good. And then there's the the starting one where he shoots the guy in the train. That's pretty good. Not really an action scene, but pretty okay. And all the all the actors are good in it. thought Mary Elizabeth Winstead was good. She's in Eternals? Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. I guess we'll move on to negatives. We'll probably have a bit more to say in this section of the review. Apart from this, the action, the story is really quite boring, to be honest and predictable and unappealing and just I really just didn't care about it at all. The trailers kind of give away the whole story as well. Like there's nothing more to the movie than what's in the trailers. There's no twist. This movie needed a twist or else it was just a little bit too predictable. It has a twist at the end. That's not a good enough twist. (laughs) (laughs) That was a pretty bad twist, to be honest. But you said it needed a twist. They gave you a twist. You can't say it needed a twist. It needed a good twist. Okay, yeah. Say that. (laughs) Yeah, it needed a good twist. It didn't didn't have one. And the D, like we said, the de-aging effects range from pretty good to really bad. No, they're good except for one part. Yeah. In my opinion, they're good except for one part. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it was in that part, it's terrible. In that part, it's... And... That part happens to be at the end of the movie, so you kind of leave with that in your head. Since we've seen the Marvel stuff, it's not, like, mind-blowing or anything. It's just we've kind of seen it. If this came out ages ago, then it would have been more impressive. Yeah, because we saw Samuel L. Jackson in Captain Marvel. and He's pretty much a full-length character in that movie, and he was pretty flawless. So compared to that, this is not as good. Not good, yeah. yeah. Well... I think they tried to do it based off that technology, but it can't really you can't really go to this movie based off that technology because it's not good enough. The story's really predictable. It's not boring. It's just predictable. I found it pretty boring. It's not. It's not the worst movie. No, it's not. No. But it's just bland. There's just not much there. Yeah. It's yeah. there. There was enough in it to keep me in the theater. Like I didn't feel like I wanted to walk out or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, I guess we were there yeah. till the end. Like if there, was- if there was a, if this was on, like I don't know, on cable TV, and there was nothing else on, I would probably watch it. I was going to say I've got a really good twist, and I'll I'll say it in spoilers. I've okay. got a twist that would make this movie better. Will Smith's actually Samuel Jackson, and he's actually Nick Fury, and Iron Man's there. Is no. that the twist? No, no, no. <laughs> okay, I was close there. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll do our ratings and we'll jump to spoilers. So we'll do the Infinity Stone rating first. Soul? No. Power? Probably gets a power. It's got some decent action sequences. Time? Probably not. Yeah. 
It wasn't that long a movie, but no, it's two hours. It yeah. doesn't drag at all, but I don't know if it, it still kind of drags. Like it's a bit in the middle part. You, there is a bit of there's a little bit. Probably doesn't get time. Mind? Uh, not really. Nah. Space? No. No. Reality? No. No. <laughs> Although some of it does look like you're watching a soap opera. Yes, because of the, the frame, rate. frame rate. Yeah. yeah. So that's one out of six. I'd probably give it a cognitive regression. Yeah, same. But it's borderline. It's yeah. nearly it's nearly there at a recalibration. Yeah, if it had my twist, it would have been recalibration. <laughs> <laughs> Your twist so, is going to be shit. <laughs> so we'll jump into spoilers. So if you haven't seen Gemini Man. Or you don't care. Or you don't. Yeah. Which will be a majority of you. Yeah. Or if you if you have seen Gemini Man and or you don't care, keep listening. No, if you haven't seen Gemini Man or you don't care. And if you haven't seen Gemini Man and you do care, then watch the movie and come oh, back. Okay, yes, <laughs> okay, yes, yeah. Yes, okay. So my twist. I'll, I'll, uh, is there any other spoilers we want to talk apart from... Is there anything? So at the end, there's another Will Smith. So there's obviously the younger Will Smith... There's the older Will Smith. There's and then like there's a, a third Will Smith. So there's the 51-year-old. They make it very clear that he's 51 as well in this movie. Yes. There's a 51-year-old Will Smith. There's the, like the 24-year-old or whatever Will Smith. Yeah. 23-year-old. And then there's magically this other guy. There's this other Will Smith that yeah. is, I guess, the same age as the other young Will Smith. But this one doesn't feel pain and he doesn't have emotions. Yeah. So he's the worst Will Smith yeah. you can have. But they kill him in like three minutes. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. So this guy, Clive Owen, he clones Will Smith without Will Smith's knowledge yes. and then says the kid is adopted. He grows up this other Will Smith as his he adoptive him up, son. Yeah. yeah, and then he sends the adoptive son to do assassination missions, I yeah. guess. Yeah. So what I don't get in this movie is... Um, why? <laughs> like, why is he doing this? And... How did they not realize that they're clones? Like, oh, it yeah, takes that's them a so good, stupid. It, it takes, takes them a good, like, too long. 20 minutes. They to- look exactly the same, <laughs> and they don't realize that. Especially the kid. The kid doesn't realize for ages yeah. that it's his... It's like, dude, we look exactly the same. <laughs> I'm your clone. It's like, nah, nah, you're just trying to mess with me. <laughs> like, they, uh, it does... At least the older Will Smith, he kind of realizes... But even he has to be told. Like, they have to do a DNA test, do DNA test to figure out that he's his clone. Yeah. Dude, they look exactly the same. <laughs> and he knows exactly all the moves that he does as well. Yeah. Anyway, there's this scene where they they do the DNA test and then they say, in that scene, they say he, they're the same person like five times. They're like, he is you. He's a clone of you. Did you realize that the writing is like <laughs> terrible in this yeah, movie? It's so bad. Like, there's there's various points in this movie where a character openly just says a fact about themselves, and then you're like, why didn't they just say that? <laughs> and then like five minutes later, there's a scene that requires this fact to be true. You're like, oh, that's why they said that. It's <laughs> like his fear of drowning or something. Like, his fear of water. Mary Elizabeth Winston's like, what's your biggest fear? And he's like, I'm scared of drowning. And then that. It's obviously going to play later in the movie. (laughs) Nothing said about it until later in the movie where he falls into water and nearly drowns. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and the funniest part with Mary Mary Elizabeth Winstead, when she beats up that guy and he's like, tell me who you're working for. Well, tell me in five minutes without your teeth, and then, <laughs> and then she does. She says the same dialogue to him, and then five minutes later, she walks out with his teeth in, a, in, in her hands. Yeah. So did she punch that guy and, and then, then pick, pick up, up the his teeth? teeth? Pick up the teeth afterwards, <laughs> or did she remove each teeth with her hand and then 
that would have been very painful for that guy. Yeah, that would be. That would, that, be been, that would have taken more than five minutes. <laughs> Maybe she's really good at pulling out teeth. <laughs> she's actually she's a actually dentist. A dentist yeah. <laughs> and then she she only gives him she gives Will Smith the teeth when he asks her what happened or something, right? Yeah. What if he didn't ask her? Then she wouldn't have. Given she would have just been carrying those teeth for the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. Well. Hopefully not the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming she would have put them in the next bin she found. But, <laughs> but there's various points in this movie where they openly say a line, and then in the next uh, in the next scene that line becomes relevant somehow. Like a lot of times, there is a lot of exposition. Yeah, yeah. In general, yes. So the writing isn't great. That's the writing. The writing's probably the worst part. I reckon everything else is fine. You you could make a good movie out of this story. You could. This isn't it, but you could make a good movie out of it. Anyway, we'll get to my twist. So my twist. Okay, what's your twist? So you know how there's a younger Will Smith who was cloned from the older Will Smith? Okay, I know your twist already. All right, well, okay, I'll say it anyway. The twist would have been that the older Will Smith is actually a clone of another older Will Smith. Yeah. So the original older Will Smith is like this 80-year-old Will Smith. The twist would have been that this the Will Smith that we've... The main Will Smith, the 51-year-old Will Smith, is actually also a clone. How is the guy who cloned them the same age as older Will Smith? And how did older Will Smith grow up? The 51-year-old Will Smith yes. is around the same age as the guy who cloned him, right? Yeah, yeah. They're so there must, have been, there must have been some other guy that cloned them then. Okay. And this guy, yeah. this guy yeah. inherited the cloning technology. Okay. Well, yeah. It's okay, but... It, it would have made the movie better. Would it have changed anything? It's just, oh, this guy's a clone as well. Like, who cares? It would have moved it from a regression to a recalibration. I don't know. I don't know if it would. It would just be like they should have had an action sequence with the um, eighty-year-old Will Smith on a motorbike. (laughs) This is looking like the. This is. Do you know what this sounds like? Do you know that Shaft movie that went straight to Netflix? This is what this sounds like. (laughs) Where there's three generations of Shaft. Have you have you heard of it? Seen it? I've I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, This is what it sounds like. That movie wasn't good. Okay. Well, this would have been. <laughs> this is a better version of Shaft. Okay, so what what would have made this movie a recalibration? Better writing. Just that? Yeah, I think with better writing, you could make this movie good. The motorbike action sequence was pretty good until the end when he starts boxing on a motorbike. No, I liked that part. I liked it when he hits him in the face with the motorbike. <laughs> that was cool. Oh, I guess. He like, spins yeah. in the air and hits him in the face with it. And then he tries to beat him up with his motorbike, which is a bit weird, but I still I still thought it was okay. I didn't hate this movie. I thought it was okay. I didn't hate it either. I thought it was okay, but I probably will never watch it again. Yeah, I'll probably never watch it again. I thought this was Will Smith's year. Like, I thought you this did. was his comeback here. I was wrong. <laughs> he, he had a good movie in Aladdin. But this wasn't a good movie. And I'm not too confident that Bad Boys for Life will be a good one either. Like I said, you wouldn't like Bad Boys 1 and 2. So I probably so won't like I'm probably going to say you're not going to like this. Yeah. Well, let's see. Let's see. That's a review for another day. But overall, we don't recommend Gemini Man. Let's leave it at that. Uh, yeah. 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 Don't go out of your way to watch it. I don't know. If it's on TV, it might be worth a watch once. It's kind of like Looper, though. It's basically like a... Worst version of Looper. And Looper's not that good. And I don't like Looper. <laughs> Lots of people really do like Looper. It's the same thing as Looper. Like the younger one's trying to kill the older one. Yeah, except and that's time travel. There's time travel. But another movie that might be worth a watch 
I don't know. You have to tell me this one. Zombie Land Double Tap. Oh, okay. That's where yeah. we're going. Yeah. Um, I thought we were going for some other things. So. <laughs> um, Zombie Land Double Tap. Before we go into Zombie Land Double Tap, I haven't seen Zombie Land One. So you haven't seen us- Zombie Land One. No. So give us a bit of a recap because it's ten years old. It is. Yeah. It's one of my favorite movies, actually. Oh, really? I watch it probably twice every year. Yeah. Okay. I really like it. It's it's. So that movie was made before any of the cast were big, except maybe Woody Harrelson. It came out 2009, I think, or 10. Yeah, and that was before... Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was before Social Network. Yeah. And I'm, well, it's definitely before Emma Stone was big. The, Who's the other girl? Abigail Breslin. Yeah, it was before I haven't she seen was... her in yeah. many things. But she would have been like a little girl in the first one. She was a little girl in the first one. I don't think I actually watched it till about 2011 or 12, maybe. So I watched it like a couple years after. But it's... I don't think it did super well either in the box office or anything like that. It's more of like a cult hit. It is your basic zombie movie with a comedic spin. So there's the zombie apocalypse and Jesse Eisenberg's character survives the zombie apocalypse by making a bunch of stringent rules and he follows the rules. His second rule is double tap, hence why the second movie is called Zombie Land Double Tap. Is the first rule Zombie Land? No. <laughs> the first rule is cardio. Cardio, so you have to have a good cardio? Yes. Oh, okay. So he follows these rules stringently, and he meets everyone. They don't say their actual names. They go by the place they're from. So he's Columbus, because he's from Columbus, Ohio. He meets Tallahassee, who's Woody Woody Harrison's character, who is like this badass zombie killer. So he goes around, and he's got a lot of guns, and he kills zombies. And they kind of team up together, and they meet... Little Rock, who's Abigail Breslin, and uh, Wichita, who's Emma Stone. So they all come from obscure places. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of all team up, and there's like a love story between Wichita and Columbus, and Wichita and Little Rock run away at one point, but then they get together again because they're family, and that's how the first one ends. And Woody Harrison kills a lot of zombies. It's it's more of a comedic spin though. It's not really horror. Is this this year's Halloween movie? Uh it's not really scary. Yeah. It's gory, but it's like I would say it's more of like a Deadpool than a than a horror movie. Than yeah. A, yeah, a horror movie. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, this one along with the first one is directed by Ruben Fleischer. Ruben Fleischer? I don't know how to say it. Nice. I think it's Fleischer. Yeah. Venom. Yeah, Venom. Yeah. One of our favorite movies. I think I did look up his filmography. Filmography, and I don't like most of his movies. What did he do before Venom? Yeah, I think we talked about this in the Venom review. We did. He did Gangster Squad in 2013, which yeah. is very boring. 30 Minutes or Less in 2011, which I haven't seen, but doesn't look that good. And he did The Unicorn Store, which is that Netflix movie with Brie Larson. That's about all he's done. The Mule? I haven't seen that. With Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Did he direct that? I'm sure he didn't. Clint Eastwood directed that. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's a producer. But yeah, that's that's all he's done. So he did Venom last year and he did this this year. But he's not doing Venom too. No. It's Andy Serkis. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Move on to Zombieland Double Tap. So what did you think of it? Really good. Really, really good, actually. I thought you were lying when you told me this. <laughs> I thought it was like, I thought it was really shit. You thought it was going to be bad. And you were telling me it was good. So that I feel worse when I watch Maleficent 2. No, but you can genuinely feel worse when you watch (laughs) Maleficent 2 now. Because this is actually a really good movie. So why why is it good? Look, it's it's a good follow-up to Zombieland 1. It has been 10 years, so lots of the stuff in Zombieland 1 might be a little bit outdated. But I would say that movie's aged relatively well. It's not... There's nothing in it that like, aged pretty badly. And this one follows up 10 years after that as well. So the characters are 10 years older, which makes sense because they're all older in this movie. It's it's probably the funniest movie I've seen this year, I think. What's... I'm trying to think what might... Might be funnier. Funnier. Far From Home? Nah, it's definitely funnier than that. I was laughing quite a bit through it. It's probably the best part of it is how funny it is. A very good follow-up. It's pretty... Pretty similar to the first one, which... Similar story. Yeah, yeah. It kind of follows the same beats, and some parts of it aren't as good as the first one, but it's gen- it's a it's a good follow-up. It's way better than I thought it would be. I thought it was going to be shit. Yeah. Just because it's been 10 years since the first one came out, I'm like, why would they make this now, and why would this be good? But, yeah, genuinely good. Woody Harrelson. Yes. So he's obviously a favourite of this... Director. Yeah, well, yeah, they he loves Woody Harrelson. And Woody Harrelson is the best part of Zombieland 1. And he's pretty good in this as well. Who has the best jokes? The best jokes is actually from a new character. Do you want me to go through spoilers? Uh, go through what the story is. What the story is. Zombieland, 10 years, 10 years post. So it's 2019 now. They've been together for 10 years, the four of them. And they're like, kind of like a makeshift family. And at the start of the movie, they break into the White House, and they use the White House as their house. Abigail Breslin's character 
wants to meet people more her age and she's getting a bit antsy in the household. So her and Wichita leave and they ditch Columbus and Tallahassee. And then Abigail Breslin's character meets this other dude who's her age and she ditches Wichita and this other dude's like a hippie and he doesn't have any guns or anything and they kind of go off together. And the story is basically the three other characters trying to find Little Rock and making sure that she's safe because it's a zombie apocalypse and they don't have guns. Do you have any any negatives about the movie? It's pretty similar to the first one. It's, yeah, they they don't really tread any new water. The action isn't as good as the first one as well. The action in the first one's really good. There's a scene where Woody Harrison, like, shoots, like, 200 zombies. It's pretty good. So it turns into that, what's that game with zombies? Resident Evil. Yeah, I think that's the one. How you shoot zombies. They, there's Resident Evil movies, though. Yeah, there are. Yeah, yeah. and they're not good. No. <laughs> Do your rating and then we'll jump in spoilers. Okay. A soul. A little bit. Half, maybe. It's not, like, fully soulful, but maybe a little bit. Time? Yeah, it paced really well. Okay. Power? Yeah, well, not as much as the first one, but still decent amount. Mind? Yeah, you don't really It is about think, zombies. Yeah. Who eat brains. Eat brains. So. Look, it's not a movie that you have to think hard about. Probably not. Space? No. And reality? Um, it is a movie about zombies. zombies yeah. <laughs> Look, it's not very realistic. Okay. So that's probably two and a half out of six. Yes. But uh, definitely a cognitive recalibration. recalibration. Yeah. Okay. Is yeah. Zombieland 1 on Netflix? It's on Netflix, yeah. I think I saw it in the, yeah. In the queue. Yeah, I'll watch it yes. at some stage. I strongly recommend. Okay. I need to go to the bathroom about halfway through this movie. I thought you were going to say now. No. <laughs> and now. I, I just need to always go to the bathroom. I drink too much water. I need to go through the bathroom halfway through the movie, and I w- was waiting for a lull so that I could go to the bathroom, and it never happened. I had to hold it for the whole movie. So that that's that's a sign of a good movie. It stops me from going to the bathroom. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. There have been many movies this year where we... Oh, I openly go. Could have, I just, gone, to, yeah. could have just gone at any time. Yeah. I can't, most movies these days, I bank there's a moment where I can go to the bathroom. I just prepare myself for it. I'm on a bit of a run of bad, not bad movies, just I haven't watched a great movie in a while. Yeah, should have watched Zombieland too. Yeah, picked- I watched, I think the last great movie that I watched... Actually, Joker was the last great movie I watched, yeah, which was, was good. the last movie I watched. I think but... I went to the bathroom in Joker, didn't I? No. Oh, I didn't. Okay. No, you didn't. That was the last great movie I watched, but before that, there was a pretty lean trot. Yeah. I think between Far From Home and that, there was nothing. Hobbs the Chore. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoyed that, that movie. This is better than that. I enjoyed Hobbs and Shaw, but yeah. it wasn't great. Yeah. Look, yeah. this movie isn't for everyone, though. I would zombie land double tap. I really enjoyed it, but I can see people being like, this is shit and this is not their thing. If you don't like the first one, you're not going to go into this and be like, I love this. Yeah. So if you th- like the farewell, you're probably not going to like this. No, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> well, you could probably like both of those. Yeah. There's, there is a decent amount yeah, of people, are people that, like that would both, like both. Yeah. But you're probably not going to like this if the first one wasn't your thing. It's not going to win you over. Well, I'll see if I like the first one then. Maybe yeah. I won't. Yeah, well, it's it's Deadpool-esque, I would say. I'm not a huge fan of the Deadpool style. I don't mind it, but yeah. I don't... This is pretty, know. like, fourth wall breaky. Maybe I like it. Jump into spoilers. So tell us 
Any spoilers? Any spoilers? Yeah. Well, any anything specific? So who's the funniest character? So Zoe Dooch's D- Zoe Dush Dooch Dutch Zoe Dutch. I'm going to say Dutch. Zoe D. Zoe D. Yeah. <laughs> her her character is really funny in this. Okay, so who she, is she? She. Do you know who she is? I know who she is, yeah. but who's she in the movie? She's, she's a totally new character. She's this girl that's been living in a, a freezer at the mall for the last 10 years or something, and she's very, very stupid. <laughs> she's like a valley girl, and yeah, she's really dumb, and it's funny to see her play off all the other characters. So how does she end up meeting these characters? Well, after... Wichita and Little Rock run away. Columbus and Tallahassee are just in the mall. And then Columbus and her meet up. So she's like the other woman as well. How's Jesse Eisenberg? He's probably like the least good character in these movies. Is he just Jesse Eisenberg? He's just Jesse Eisenberg. So yeah, he's, he's just, just... Uh, Lex Luthor. No. no he's, I, don't, I don't think Lex Luthor is specifically Jesse Eisenberg. Other than the... He has the weird twitches which is what Jesse Eisenberg does, but, like, he's more the social network guy. Yeah, I think that's Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, it's Ma- he's Mark Zuckerberg. Like the real-life Mark Zuckerberg. Exactly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Emma Stone? She... <laughs> I, I read Look, a review, and they, they said um, Zombieland 2 has jokes, but Woody Harrelson and Emma Stone have the real jokes. Have the real jokes? Yeah. Like, are they they're the funniest? Yeah, I think that's what they meant. Yeah. No, nah, Zoe, Zoe Dutch is definitely the funniest, 100%, I would say. Okay. And then I would say Woody Harrison's the second best funniest. Emma Stone, I can't... She did have a whole lot to do in the movie. Abigail Breslin has nearly nothing to do in the movie. She's, like, not in it all that much. Woody Harrison has a lot to do in it. And Emma Stone does... She has a lot of funny parts with Zoe Dutch, how she, like, plays off her. Because she keeps making fun of her because she's so stupid. But Woody Harrelson's going to be back for Carnage. Yes. When he's he, back. Like, he had Carnage in this as when well. He's, when he's back, it's going to be Carnage. Carnage, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But maybe he meant this movie. Yeah, it was complete Carnage <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. Maybe in that movie he meant yeah. this movie. Yeah. Is he actually in the next Venom? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Okay. But he did the he did the Carnage in this movie. So. The Carnage in this one, yeah. yeah. Maybe he gets a symbiote in this one. Rosario Dawson's in this movie as well. As a, She's in it. As a zombie? <laughs> no. Okay. She's like another character. Isn't Bill Murray in the first one as a zombie? Yeah, so th- there's actually this really funny joke in this movie. Basically, in the first movie, Bill Murray dresses up as a zombie. He's not a zombie, but he dresses up as a zombie to- um, Oh, make it look like he's a zombie. Make it look like he's a zombie, so the zombies don't attack him. And they basically- I think they go to Bill Murray's house. They're in his house, and all the gang's in there. And then Bill Murray's there and he meets up with Tallahassee and Tallahassee's like a big fan of Bill Murray. And they're watching- Oh, so he's the actual Bill Murray. He's the actual Bill Murray. He's Bill Murray. Like (laughs) the actor Bill Murray. Okay. Yeah. He plays himself. And yeah, they meet Bill Murray and Tallahassee's like a big fan of him. And then Emma Stone and Mark Zuckerberg are watching Ghostbusters and Bill Murray walks in, but he's got the zombie makeup on. And then Mark Zuckerberg gets scared and he shoots him <laughs> and he kills him, basically. <laughs> and then in this movie, it follows on, Rosario Dawson's character nearly kills Woody Harrelson because she thinks he's a zombie. And then she's But like, he doesn't look like a zombie. No, but she's in like this really secluded area and she just assumes he's a zombie. And she's like, I nearly married you. And then they're like, wait, what? And they're like, married. 
someone shot Bill Murray like, like 10 years ago because <laughs> they thought he was a zombie. She's like, if I ever find that guy, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> so, yeah, they had a good callback to the first one. Okay. There's also yeah. a mid credit scene where Bill Murray is, is also in this movie. It's a flashback and he's doing a press tour for Garfield 3. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, they just ask him questions and he has some funny answers. Like one of them's like, why'd you do this movie? And he's like, because drugs cost money. <laughs> <laughs> and he's doing the press tour. Basically, the zombie outbreak breaks out while he's doing the press tour. So that's when it starts. And he basically goes around and kills everyone. <laughs> he uses his chair and he just kills everyone. So he's in this as well. But it's it, it's better when you watch it in person. It's it's a lot funnier. Maybe I will watch it. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch it instead of Maleficent 2. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I highly recommend. Like, top 10 movie this year. Well, we're going to be doing our top movies later this year, so yeah. let's see. If I watch it before then, we'll see if it features in mine as well. All right. We'll do the Who Am I? Yeah. Let's see if you get it. Listen this time. Okay. I'm listening. I was a professor of biology at the Empire State University. There, I met Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy. During my tenure there, I became secretly infatuated with the much younger Stacy to the point of obsession and jealousy of Parker. I could not cope with the death of Gwen, so as an expert of cloning, I created clones of both Gwen and Peter and discovered that Peter was Spider-Man as a result. Sometime later, I was confronted by my lab assistant stating that the clones are human and must be destroyed immediately. Panicking, I attempted to cover his mouth and shut him up, accidentally suffocating him. Unable to accept the responsibility of my actions, I developed a second personality to carry off the weight of my misdeeds. I further developed that alter ego by fashioning a green suit and gauntlets with sharp claw-like razors on each finger, and I also trained myself athletically. I am 5 feet 10 inches tall and weigh 79 kilograms. Who am I? Scar's the guy in the clone saga. It's one word. So... Yeah, well, he's got the an villain actual name. He's got an actual name. I don't know his actual name. I yeah. know his villain name. I think some kind of animal or like a a goblin is a gremlin or some sort. What's the first letter? J. Jacqueline. Jack. Jack. Javelin. I'm close, aren't I? You're close. Jackal. That's it. Jackal. Jackal. Yes. I thought you were going to say javelin. Yeah, that's what I thought I was going to say as well. Jackal. Yeah, yes. so he's the yeah. Jackal. I don't know his actual name. His alter ego is Miles Warren. That was when Spider-Man comics got really shit, right? Yeah, the clone yeah. saga is not good. But yeah, anyway, I picked that one because Gemini Man cloning. Yeah. Um, while we're here, we can talk about Gemini, the Victory of Anctation movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> let's not. <laughs> anyway, there's this, there's this movie. Look it up. Look, at, look up Victory of Anctation Gemini or Gemini. Yeah, you'll be amazed. It's a, it's a, it's the original Gemini Man. It's not really. No. <laughs> anyway, if people want to get in touch with us, how do they go about it? Email us at cognitive recalibration podcast at gmail.com or we have our Twitter at C Recalibration or Facebook and Instagram at cognitive recalibration. Yes, and we're on all podcasting platforms. And if you do like our content, please do consider giving us a review on iTunes because it helps us be more discoverable on search engines and also if you have any friends that like this sort of content please do let them know about this podcast as well okay that's another show done but um yes next week we are doing so we can either do an episode before terminator dark fate or we can do terminator dark fate and do and also do an episode after that it depends 
how we're feeling. So okay. we'll see. We have our 50th episode coming up. So it'll either be Terminator Dark Fate or something else. We've got something planned, but we'll see whether we do that for the 50th or for the 49th. Let's see. But yeah, that's it. So thanks for listening, guys. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. See you then. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.